What up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Redirect. I am finally back. I was going in action last week, so I'm I'm here now. I know y'all miss me. Cause I know y'all can't stand Devon. Um, as y'all know, <laughs> I'm the one, the most K most Quran, and then we have the mindful uh, historian Devon and Quran. Would you like to share why you were not with us last week? Because guys, he almost got replaced by Justin. Um, Justin's in the UK. He was with us, uh, the host of the the Miss American, the the misplaced American. Um, almost replaced Karan because Karan was flaking last week. Y'all. I don't tell tell him what's going on. He gonna he gonna he gonna lie and say he was with his daddy, but I know that ain't the truth. <laughs> I told you what happened. I don't know why you just didn't express that in last week's episode. But getting ready for the shoot, company came over. Can't do the shoot with company over, and then. Got prepared for Father's Day. No, I actually spent time with my daddy. I don't know about you. <laughs> you in your daddy room right now. You know you're not supposed to be in there. I hope you come home with the belt. Yeah, I don't buy Karan's story. Um, I think you were, you just forgot or, you how, know. How I forget if I test you beforehand until y'all won't go make it. This your first strike. <laughs> this your first, you get three of them. We're going to treat this like a job. This your first strike. If I leave, I'm t- now you already know how I treat jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I leave a job in a heartbeat, boy. I've done it before. I, you can't be replaced. Yeah, you I'll put, the witness. I you put an ad out on Indeed, boy, looking for a new host. That last job I quit, you you saw what happened after I left. Everything just went downhill, and you know it. So same thing will happen to the podcast. <laughs> Coming over there and take my table back. Anyways... <laughs> So I'm using that right now. Anyways, guys, welcome. Welcome to another week. We're happy to have you guys back. Karan, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for the proper yes. welcome back. Yes, yeah, so we're glad to have you here, you know. It's always a little different when one component is missing, right? I mean, it didn't seem like it last week. It seemed like you were just fine without me. Yeah, yeah. Justin real cool. Justin real cool. Um, again. Um, if you didn't check out last week's episode, go ahead, go ahead and check out last week's episode. We had Justin White of the Misplaced American over there. Um, it was a dope episode about Father's Day, um, about uh, patriarchy, um, a little bit about um, what it's like to be a man, and talking about the J. Cole No Name feud. No Nami. Oh, yeah, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no Nami. <laughs> I just started calling her that. <laughs> They're going to be like, who? Um, <laughs> But yeah, go check that out and go check out Justin's podcast. Um, Karan, how are you today? What's going on with your brother? I am good. You know, I'm a little sore because I finally started back working out some. Mm. And other than that, I'm I'm chilling, I'm trying to relax. I need to do some things around the house and get some homework done. But other than that, I'm chilling. What about you? What, what's the gyms like right now? You we worked out at the gym, right? Yeah. So I went with, um with one of my siblings. And surprisingly, we went around about 12-ish, maybe. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. there was not many people in there. Okay. Yeah, like, Devon might actually, he might consider come working out. There weren't that many people in there. Because, like, on the treadmills, they had, like, you know how they all, like, right beside each other? Yeah. They have the one you work on, the one beside you says, no, social fitnessing. And then the, open, the next one open to it. So they kind of give you that space between people when working out. Okay. And, like. The weights and all that stuff, you know, you kind of use your own judgment or social distancing from other people. Granted, still a little shot of people still not wearing masks and stuff. Uh, just walk in the gym with no mask on. Granted, it is hard to work out with a mask on. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, so what I did, you know, 
when I was like, when it was my turn to do like reps and whatnot, I just kind of pull down over my nose so I can breathe. The first time I tried breathing through my mask, my body passed out. <laughs> I better kill myself. I better. I can't, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, so as long as it's like really not people near you while you're working out, it's, I guess it's okay to kind of just pull it down so you can breathe and whatnot. Okay. But surprisingly, like I said, on a Saturday, midday, there won't really many people in there. Okay, interesting. Hopefully it stay like that. Yeah, you know, I've been been patiently waiting to see how things happen. Um, we get so many so many inconsistent reports about this virus and about how to be safe and everything. So I just kind of been chilling. But uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, I might pop up in the gym sometime in the future, sometime soon. All right. Because I say, you know, the one by my house better open up, but um, I don't plan on going there right away. Yeah. You know, it's going to be packed. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, you asked me how I am. I am. I've been telling uh, this to everybody. I feel uh, balanced. You know, I have my moments where I'm I'm whelmed, and sometimes that goes to overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. then I have my moments where I feel motivated and I feel confident, and I feel like um everything I'm I'm doing is going to work out, and I'm gonna be very successful. So I have a good balance working right now, which is which is great. You know, you know, mm-hmm. life is about ebbs and flows, and yeah. you know. Sometimes of the day I'm in the ebb and I'm like, why can I just, you know, win the lottery? What's going on? <laughs> and sometimes I'm Later like, you know, good. yeah. So that's where I'm at. You know, everything's going good. I, I got people for my practical. If you guys didn't know, I'm working on my second certification um, as far as being a mindfulness instructor. And I needed some people to um, participate in a, in a class for that. So I, I, I got all six people. Um, so, you know, I'm waiting to start that on July 11th, wish me luck, everybody. And I'm excited, you know, got some things on the horizon and, you know, I've just been chilling, man. That's what's up. So you got things going for you. I do. I do have things going. It's been good. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know, like I said, I'm good right now, but school work's about to come up for me this week and I got to get it done. You know, I'm a procrastinator, so I'm going to be stressing out a little bit this week. Well, gotcha, you know, gotcha. Ain't no stress I never dealt with before. Yeah, you, shoot. You all about stress, boy. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like when I like try to think back like some time ago, I was like, I've never really went through like any real stress or stressors like that in my life. You know, of course, college just came into my life. And it was a complete different stressor than I ever experienced before in my life. This stuff you had me stressed out. Changed everything around, boy, didn't it? Sure do, boy. <laughs> like, I can't wait for August 8th. And I'm done with this program for good. I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, understandable. Speaking of stress, how stressful is it? Not, I mean, you know, it's stressful for everybody, but how stressful is it being a millennial in this world? And, you know, Karan's like, you know, 45, so he ain't a real <laughs> millennial. But, you know, since he on a podcast with myself, I'm 26, I'm a real millennial. So, you know, he, he gets some some perspective for myself. So I think he's, he should be able to contribute to this conversation effectively about try what to. it's like to be a millennial. <laughs> you gonna try to. Yeah, you can call me old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not old as dirt being 45, boy. You ain't been 45. Wait till you, I can't wait till you turn 45. <laughs> I already know you have back problems and everything. Nah, I'm gonna be good. Nah, you gonna be flabby and everything. Nah, boy. Nah, I'm gonna get it together. 
28 is my year. I, I, I've been telling you that for years. For some reason, I feel like 28 is just my year yeah, where everything you clicks. You finish out this year in 27. <laughs> <laughs> I got two years. Put your life on hold. Put your life on hold. I just feel like all of my cylinders are going to be firing at the same point, and I'm going to be, like, extra good. Like, that's going to be the year I get, you know, I get everything together. Everything's going to be in a row. For the most part, I don't know why. I just feel like that. I don't know why. I could be wrong. Maybe it's twenty nine, but I, I can I tell you know. what's going to happen in, when you turn twenty eight. What's going to happen? You're going to move to Washington, North Carolina, and you're living your best life. Cause you already met me, Justin, and a few of my other friends from Washington, North Carolina. You see how great of people we are. So you're like, shoot, why why meet them in spurts when I can just have them all at once? You're going to move right to Washington, North Carolina, get your little country bunker girl. She's going to get you fat and whatnot because all she going to do is cook. You're going to be good and happy. She's going to make me biscuits with cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, was a, cheese that was the worst as far as nutritional value breakfast. <laughs> but how it tastes, though. <laughs> how it tastes, though. It tasted like high blood pressure. That's what it tasted <laughs> like. <laughs> it was good. That's what you I had, I had a headache riding in that car. <laughs> that job was good. I had a I had a balance of the sodium with a, a big water bottle. I had a sip on that. I was like, boy, this is my blood pressure about to be through the roof eating this thing. That drink was good though. Um you moved here and you already brought up college. As you guys know, Karan is working on securing his master's degree. Yes, sir. Don't know if that name is gonna change. Uh we've been seeing a lot of change with different things. I saw that. What, what saw, in Texas, they're going to take out the master bedroom? <laughs> yeah, they're not going to call it master bedroom no more. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to change the master's degree either. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I heard somebody uh, call it the bachelor degree supreme or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the supreme degree. I like that. Um, but Karan, he's working towards that. Um, why did you go to college, Karan? Um, so, a little quick backstory. When I first uh, graduated high school, college was not on my mind. Okay. Uh, graduated working at Piggly Wiggly, which is a grocery store very similar to Food Lion, because everybody don't have Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. And um, I was making average a hundred dollars a week. Thought I was living the life, living my mama. After a mm-hmm. while, like, yeah, this ain't the life. Moved to Virginia with my grandma, start a new life, working at Kmart, making two hundred to two hundred fifty dollars a week. I'm like, boy, this is the life, boy. You couldn't tell. Why buying a video game every week? Well, <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. And then after a while, like, Kmart started going downhill and whatnot. Money was starting to become crap. And then I thought, I was like, I don't want to keep living like this. Like, I don't want to keep working retail all my life. So I said, okay, let me try college. Yeah. Went to TCC, the community college. And honestly, I didn't think I could do it, to be honest. Yeah. I, took that, I took that first semester and passed all my classes. I was like, well, damn, this yeah. ain't that bad. Maybe I can yeah. do it. And ever since then, in college. I feel like college, as as a millennial, I feel like college is pushed on you very early. Um, yeah. I've had conversations with um, my friends around my age group and, you know, family members. And it's just, it, it's like we're told that since elementary school. Go to college, go to college, go to college. Yes. We get there. The, you know, we're always told you're going to have the time of your life, which, you know, I enjoyed college. Mm-hmm. I didn't stay on campus for for. Uh, financial reasons but i enjoyed sometimes it I, sometimes i wish i did but i'm glad i didn't like i said for financial yes. reasons yeah all that debt boy um but why 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 do you feel like that is the conversation or that's the push that's that's had college for millennials and why are we having a problem with that 
it's a conversation because everybody believes you go to college for four years, <clears throat> graduate, get your degree, get a good job. Mm-hmm. That's not reality. No. I, we both figured that out firsthand after graduating. That is not reality. Yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, at this point, college is nothing but a business, an expensive business. Oh, okay. Talk, 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 talk to me. Why you say that? Because <laughs> it is. They keep raising up these prices and whatnot. And you know, I got my issues with my college of choice. You know, want to build all these stadiums and all this other stuff, but can't build a parking garage. God dang. And we got to pay for parking too. Like, come on. There's already limited parking. And then you force us to pay for it. And then we yeah. can't even get a spot when we get there. Yeah. Like, come on now. But now let's, let's say everybody know college is really a business because it's here to make money. Yeah. yeah. They tell us, I, I know I was told, um, go to college get a good job. And and I, that's what our parents believe for the most part, right? I think a lot of people can agree with that. Your parents were like, I want my kid to go to school because they can get out. They they probably won't have to work a blue collar job. Um, they won't have to work as hard and they can make good amount of money, you know? Reality is for a lot of us that didn't get scholarships and grants and um, uh, wow, was a all these other kind of things, yeah, right? You come out of school with so much debt, mm-hmm. so much debt, and um, it's disheartening, man. It makes you look back at what you were told, and you question. You like, why, 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 why you tell me that? Why you tell me to go to school and become a plumber? Which some people are told to do that. Yeah, get a trade. Yeah, but we get pushed college instead of trades. You yeah. know, for the most part. You know, there's this differences. Some people's told to go become an electrician or whatever the case may be. And some people are told to follow their dreams. But, you know, I, I feel like a majority of us are like, go to school, make your money. You get out, you got $80,000 that you owe back to a school. <laughs> you got school loans, you got to pay back every month. That ain't yeah, fun. You ain't getting mine back. <laughs> they better go ahead and cancel this joint about this pandemic. <laughs> you ain't get that money back. Right. Man. My school loans are like almost three hundred dollars a month. That's a whole car payment. Yeah. Car payment, yeah. you no know, family cell phone plan or other bills. That's a Honda, bro. <laughs> that's a base model. Honda. Honda. A base that's, model. A, that's a new Honda right there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> So imagine paying that and then having to you know get a Honda. So now you're paying for two Hondas and then save you you living on your own. Of course you gotta pay all these bills by yourself. Yes. That's so, three hundred dollars coming handy. So if that's three hundred dollars, we say that's a Honda. You got another three to four hundred dollars for your car payment. Yeah. Then you got insurance on your car. Then if you're living on your own, you got rent. Then you got utilities. Yeah. You got food. You got entertainment because you got to. I mean, most people got a social life, you know. Gas, all these other different expenses, which leads me into the next thing. I, you know, I looked up an article in preparation for this, and it was saying the differences between millennials and other generations, and you know. Older generations tend to look at younger generations with a little bit of disdain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you you guys um, are unappreciative. Uh, you're ungrateful. You you're entitled. That's what they that's, that's yeah. what they like to say about us and the generation below us. Right? We're entitled. Yeah. Um, it's hard trying to get some people in older generations to understand. We cannot have the same kind of life you had because the world is completely different. Bro, when I was working at Kmart way back when, I was I was real cool with this older dude there and whatnot. And we just, you know, always talked it up and whatnot. And um 
I was telling him about college and whatnot. He was like, damn, Cron, that's expensive. One semester? He said, I paid less than that for my whole degree. <laughs> I was like, what? It made me wish I was born back then just to get my college degree and jump back to the future. All right. It's, which is crazy, right? Yeah. How, do you remember what the number was? Probably around about 10-ish. 10-ish K, maybe. And his whole post uh, high school uh, education was around ten thousand dollars. If I, if memory serves me correctly, yes, it was cheap compared to what we pay now. Yeah, compared to what we pay now. Yeah, yeah. So so I'll be I'll share my I I spent around thirty thousand for four years, and that was me not staying on campus, and that was me commuting to ODU. Thirty thousand dollars does not sound like a lot compared to other people. However, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> And if we put that, I'll go ahead. I was saying a whole lot. Yeah. And if you put that into perspective into the amount of money that you're going to make in the field that you're in, as you guys know, me and Karan are in the mental health field, correct? Yes. Karan, what are some of the, the entry-level jobs paying in the mental health field? <laughs> Man, I've seen some within the 30s, low 40s. Uh, got lucky last week. I saw one in the 50s, but that wasn't my particular interest, and I wasn't going to do it. Okay. But I, granted, people might be like, well, you better do this 50K. Come on, I don't care if you want to do it. No, nah, it's not all about the money. You yeah. Know, more money doesn't equal happiness, especially in jobs. Yes. But, um, but yes, the income, well, yeah, the starting rate is very low for counseling. Yes. And then yes. one reason why it's low, because after you graduate, you got another two years before you get your license, become a licensed professional counselor to, to where you can make decent money. You just struggle all, all along. At, at bachelor level, and I, I, trust me, I've scoured Indeed for mental health jobs. There are jobs that pay as low as $12 an hour, bro, for a bachelor level job in a mental health field. Yes. Now, what sense does that make? You have to pay back between thirty dollars and $80,000 because the range, you know, it's different ranges. Yes. And you're making $12 an hour. Why? Ain't no way in the world. You know what's crazy? Like from our personal experiences, the reason why they charge people that low, mm-hmm. at least speaking from a mental health health field perspective, the reason why yeah. they charge people that low because people fresh out of college and all that, and they don't know better. Yes. Me yeah. and Devon, we worked in the field for a while, and then we'll see like the same some of the jobs require the same stuff we're doing now. Yes. Paying less money, and we're like, no, that that no, that's messed up. That's a scam. You, you <laughs> I taking that. Yeah. I know my worth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they get a lot of college students because they don't know better. Granted, and I think no, you're right with that. Granted, we kind of got, I guess, a little bit lucky because we came in entry like fifteen, sixteen dollars working in the field. I got lucky. I was making twenty dollars <laughs> when I came out. <laughs> did you make full time hours though at that job? No. But I was making twenty dollars an hour, so that's that's way. I take twenty dollars an hour at um, thirty hours a week oh, versus yeah. twelve dollars <laughs> for forty hours. My best, I, I lucked out though. My best that I did with my degree, I went started at sixteen, moved up to nineteen. Yeah, and this was making no forty hours a week. And then yeah. I got bumped up to twenty one dollars an hour, but my hours got significantly cut. Yeah, and yeah. that was like I'd rather be making nineteen with forty hours opposed to twenty one. But barely scratching you, 20 hours because you're gonna make more money yeah so if we keep that in mind all right so we're told to go to school to get these degrees we got to pay all this money for these degrees between um 
let's let's say between 10 and 80. I know it can go above that. I know sometimes it can be below. Just depends on what you got, right? But but that's that's the setup for a lot of millennials, right? So another thing the article said because it says um, we're going to college more. It says we're not buying homes like the older generations were. Yeah. And I'm like, how can we? <laughs> how can we? Because y'all that pay us no money. It's, we, like when I did the breakdown, I was like, you got to pay three hundred dollars. And that's that could be low for some people. I know some people pay six hundred dollars for school loans, bro. But you paying three hundred dollars for your loans, three hundred dollars for a car, uh, insurance could be a hundred, hundred fifty, depending. All these different charges. How you gonna afford a house? How you gonna afford a mortgage? I can't. And most I do is go and watch HGTV, <laughs> watch house. <laughs> be, be dreaming, right? That'd yeah. be a nice house for me one day. <laughs> I'd be out there, they'd be like, our budget is 120K. I'm like, 120 budget. I'm like, Lord, I'm probably me a house half that cost. What's crazy, bro, is when they have our budget is like $450,000. And you're like, they say they jobs. And they're like, I know we said this before. Like, I'm a kindergarten teacher. The other one's like, I collect butterflies. It's like, well, how do you afford this? Butterflies, you catch <laughs> But so many in the world. <laughs> you got your, you've got your Pokemon to make that kind of money. That, that's what you gotta catch. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, it's just I, I, I think, just like with anything, you have to like remove your feelings, and you have to sit back. This is um as far as older generations, you have to sit back and you have to look at what's going on. Why yeah. are these younger people not doing the same things that we did? Because when my dad tells me, my dad's 63. He, he tells me all the time, Devon, uh, when I moved out, I was making around $4 an hour. $4. $4 an hour. I had an apartment. Rent was like $300-something. And he always he's, he always made sure to tell me it was in a good area, Devon. It was a good apartment. It won't nothing low end. So good apartment, $300-something for rent. He's getting paid $4 an hour. That's crazy. Gas was cheap. Food at the grocery store was cheap. It's a completely different world, right? He's getting paid less, but things cost less at the same time. Yes. You know what the average rent, not even for houses, you know what the average rent is in Virginia Beach for apartments? I know two years ago when I moved out for a little yeah. bit, for me it was a thousand, but I know that price is way more than that. It's still around there. It's like a thousand, eleven hundred. It's, it's, it's like, like yeah. where you stay at. Yeah, you know, it always depends on where you stay at. Stay at. If you want to be in like a moderately safe area, it's gonna be probably between nine and eleven. If you're like in an area where you know it's a little bit um, more stuff going on, it's gonna be cheaper. And you know, if you want to live in one of those uh, high end apartments, it's gonna be probably twelve hundred plus. Like I just, I just looked up my house, Devon. Uh huh. And in two thousand and one, at least, this house was going for fifty five thousand. Wow. You know how much is going wow. for? How much you going for uh, today? Almost 120. Okay, wow. But it's to show you, like over time, like we clearly we can't afford stuff, stuff keep going up. No. Everything no, else no, is no. besides our pay. School going up. <laughs> School <laughs> gets more expensive. Houses get more expensive. Cars and more expensive. Apartments. Everything. We can't get a break, man. Like, I don't <laughs> give us a break, older generations. Like the other thing it mentioned was we're not having as many kids. And, and all these things, there's a common denominator. What is that? What is that? Money. 
<laughs> money. <laughs> I gotta take care of myself. These entry jobs paying twelve dollars an hour. What am I do with that? I, I, I live with that. Even at sixteen, like, and this this is no shade to anybody, right? But if I'm going to school, I don't think I should be making. If I'm going to school and spending money for a degree four years, I don't think that I should be making anything less than maybe 17 18 somewhere around it and it probably i mean you can argue more 20 dollars or whatever but i shouldn't come out of school and not being able to to pay for things like i shouldn't i should not come out of school and can't afford an apartment by myself now i already know i already know this might be some people out there listening say i make 16 you know that's good for me i pay all my bills and all that yeah you know, your cost of living look that's your life Yes. We Devon have our own life. We have our wants and needs. <laughs> we know what we're willing to settle for. We know, no, you know your worth and we know our worth. You know, we don't want to, I know personally, I don't want to go somewhere, okay, I make $1,000 every two weeks, so I can go live yeah. down here, you know, off of uh, Atlantis and whatnot. It's dirt cheap, but, you know, it's not safe out there, but I'll be able to have my own. No. Yeah. I know what I want, and that's not what I want. I'm striving that's- for what I want. That's no shade to Atlantis. Like I got peoples out there. <laughs> That's just something right here. I know I personally wouldn't stay at though, but um, and I and I agree with you though. It's like, and that's not us being bougie or nothing. Yeah, everybody has different, everybody has different wants and needs. Yeah, everybody has different wants and needs. Um, preference. It's yeah. It's it's definitely preference. It's preference, and it's I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think this pandemic has shown us how important it is to have some kind of financial literacy, some kind of savings plan. I mean, and, and in some cases, there was nothing. Even if you did have that, yeah. it got spent up quickly because of what happened. Like, we didn't know what to do. The, the world didn't know what to do. But household, like family, kids and all that. Yeah. But my parents always told me, like, to, to make sure that I have enough money in the bank for emergencies. So, like... Yeah. If y'all don't know how expensive tires are, tires, brand new tires are expensive. I remember one time I went to some tire place. I can't remember the name of it. They quoted me $600 for four new tires. I yeah. went straight to the used tire shop and spent $100 for <laughs> tires. <laughs> I said, nope. But that was old Quran. I was working with delivery at that time. I'm not yeah. paying $600 to burn these tires right into the ground so quick. Yeah. That's essentially what I did. And that's cheap. $600 for four tires? That shit. Mm. <laughs> That's cheap. What tires for your car already? No, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to go, it. Like they tell me everything that's wrong. Well, we talked the blues and all this, but them tires, they still <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's all I'm worried about. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, I am not looking forward it's to like that. You need, a fuel, you need a fuel injector car. That's going to be $175 plus on top of your oil change. Another $50. Like, you know what, bro? $175, go ahead and do it. But them tires, are they good? <laughs> Yeah, they, they, still, they still got a good time. They still green. They ain't yellow yet. I mean, the biggest thing you be worried about the the the, the uh, them tires, man. Like, ah, I mean, but if you think about it, you want to make sure you got some good tires. Yeah, you don't want nothing crazy because you'll be sliding all over the road <laughs> when it rains. You gonna be hydroplaning and all that. Nah, yeah. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. My, my safety is my number one concern. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been preaching a lot lately. Don't go cheap on what separates you from the ground. Granted, I know it's not always possible to you know, get within your means, but if you can afford it, I say don't separate yourself cheaply from that ground. Yeah. 
And that's that's not to say, because I know some people be like, well, I'm a millennial and I own multiple homes or, you know, I'm living out on my own by myself and, and all these other different kinds of things. Come live in the beach. Come live, come move here. Move to this <laughs> commonwealth. <laughs> Even people that live here. And for those people, I say that's awesome. Um, yeah. we're, we're talking generally. I I like you. Yeah, we're talking generally. And as always, we're giving our perspective, right? Because yeah. I, I, I think the consensus is for multiple a lot of millennials is that it's hard yeah like stuff ain't cheap man like i i am happy i do not have and i don't say this uh to say that i never want kids or you know i don't like kids but i'm happy i don't have any kids presently because i don't think i'm prepared not just mentally but life-wise, <laughs> I don't think I'm prepared because I watch my sister raise my niece. I watch other people that have children. I listen to everything that they have to purchase. It's a lot. And they always growing. They always growing. You buy a shoe tomorrow, you can wear that shoe, depending on how you take care of it, for the next couple of years. <laughs> really shoe. Busted or not, I can still wear them. <laughs> yeah, anymore. you can still put them on, right? They still going to fit. Yeah. But for a kid... They will not be able to wear it sometimes the next month, next couple, three weeks or whatever, because they've grown. And you don't know when it's going to happen. That's my crazy kids, to me. I ain't going to lie. My kids are in cheap shoes, to be honest. I'm going to have to yeah. separate them from the ground cheaply. Because, well, like I said, they constantly growing. Ain't no need to be buying, <laughs> in my opinion, there's no need to buy them. Like, I don't know how much baby shoes cost, but I don't, I don't need to buy them J's and whatnot. They might get a one yeah. pair or two, but I'm not going to constantly keep buying them when they're going to keep growing out of it. When they're growing. They're getting so, sketchy. Walmart shoes, they, bro. My kids gonna have some Spider Man shoes, and they gonna enjoy. They gonna love on Spider Man shoes, bro. It's gonna be a while for they get their first pair of shoes. Payless, if, if Payless still around, yeah. You be rocking socks for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's cool though, because to get away from like the hardships of being a millennial, it's cool that we kind of grew up watching the internet grow at the same time. Yeah, boy, I remember that dial up boy. <laughs> and go through the whole process loud as I don't know what boy right <laughs> going to the computer lab that was the best time of the week boy lining up playing on little computer games in the computer lab man them cartoon network games Nickelodeon games yes yes hey, it's been dope it's been dope cause I saw something it was like um I forgot the age but it, it, it was saying that Google isn't really that old it's not more than 30 years old. And I don't know if it's more than 25 years old. But it's not that old. 21 years old. I'm old. We're older than Google. Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. Hey, <laughs> you know, that is insane when you think about it. We've grown we up them, with it. Kids younger than us, if we tell them that we're older than Google, we're going to get called old heads. Yes. Google been around their whole life. Yes. Yes. But... I think it's cool that we've kind of been like we were before it, you know, some millennials way before because there's a there's an age gap for yeah. millennials for myself. Of course, I don't remember because I was small, small. So I wasn't using the Internet. But by the time I got to elementary school, you know, it was out. Yeah. Like you say, it had dial up and everything. Um, and just to see it improve and know what it was like to not grow up with a cell phone. You know, yeah. we were still going outside for the most part. No, there wasn't, yeah, yeah. There wasn't um, a whole bunch of, to a certain extent, a whole bunch of video games. And they had it. Don't get me wrong. You had PlayStation and Xbox and stuff yeah, like that. Know. 
Super Nintendo, some of the older ones, but we were still, I think we might be the last generation that was largely going outside playing football and running in the street doing tag and all these other different kind of things. I would say that kids don't do that, but they have more access to more electronic devices now. Yeah. We didn't know <clears throat> plus and minuses and whatnot, pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not gonna lie, if I had a kid in this this day and age, honestly, I'd be scared for them to go outside by themselves. To be yeah. honest. Yeah. Why do you say that? I, I think I can kind of um, put it together, but why do you say that? Even like now that we got all the electronics and stuff, you know, we see all the craziness in the world. Yeah. And you can see, and sometimes you can look up right in your neighborhood, what's going on in your neighborhood. And I I wouldn't feel safe, you know. Yeah. Didn't they say like our area is like one of the big areas for like sex trafficking or something like that? Absolutely. Yes. I, it's known that. Like, mm, not my little baby girl, not my princess. Yeah. <laughs> Where you go, I go. Where we what go. about your son? My son, same thing. I think it's worse for women because I assume for sex trafficking, they more likely know trafficking women. Yeah, I think I think for children, it's probably both gender yeah. sexes. I think older in age is probably more so women, which is not to say that men can't, but it's probably more so. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah unfortunately. I said, even with my son and all that, so I'm gonna be nervous because I say you don't know who's out there who might want to take him just because the kid be playing a part and somebody just walk by. You know, you know what? That's that's a kid. I want to take that kid. Yeah. You, know, you never know what people thinking nowadays. That's scary. To think about it like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I said, now they had the technology and stuff. We see all these things happening and stuff now, so we are more yeah. aware of these things happening. Opposed to our time, we weren't really aware in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is one of the great things about having access to that because we grew up learning how to use technology. Like, you know, some of our parents and grandparents don't really, they're not really what good at using technology. They're not well-versed. Yeah, not well-versed. But us, for, largely, we know how to use, you know, phones. Ain't nothing to use a phone. Get a new phone, you set it up, you good. Learning how to use different sides. There might be some things you don't know how to do, but for the most part, you got it down, right? Use one, use them all. Yeah, use one, use them all. Because we're so used to it, right? Yeah. And, of course, the generation under us, like, it's just like that. They got two years old. They on YouTube doing different things. My thing with them, because that's the whole thing. I feel like with generation, like our generation before us, they look down on us. Yeah. And of, yeah. course our, of course, our generation, we look down on the next one, too. Yes. Like the whole trend. Yeah, yeah. you right. Gonna say, I was going to say, like, the generation after us and whatnot, yes, they are really good with cell phones and all that. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, things that – we had to learn to use and you would think they'd be good at like making a PowerPoint, yeah. writing papers and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you are the age of technology. You should, you're born into this. You should just yeah. know. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have like a whole curriculum as soon as you come out of birth. <laughs> Internet one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy to me, right? So, yeah. so you're saying that it seems like the younger generation isn't as good as using like PowerPoint and some of the other basic things. Yeah, in my opinion, yes. I feel like okay. us, our generation, I feel like we got that good balance. Okay. Because like I said, we grew up with it, so we had to learn how to use all that stuff. Now, granted, when they go to college and all that, and they'll probably learn it then, but you would, personally, I would think, you know, they already know how to use all that stuff because they're so technology-driven anyway. Do you think it's because growing up, um, there was a lot on the internet, but at the same time, it wasn't? Do you think it's because we didn't have so much? So it was like, you're learning, you're using it for these purposes, especially in school. 
you're yeah. using it for uh, scholastic educational purposes. I mean, yeah, you put it that way. Yeah, because like I said, we didn't have a lot of distractions at the time. Yeah, I mean, it is now. when I got into middle school, it was hot. It was, um, maybe it was before that, um, but, you know, MySpace. And then social media became a thing. We watched the birth of social media yeah. and, and saw it grow into all these different kinds of forms. What it is today. Yeah, which is crazy, right? We've seen some things die. Yeah. We see some things try to make a comeback. MySpace, which I don't think is going to come back. <laughs> and um, we see new things come, like, you know, Twitter, um uh vine was one that came and gone but what do, what, what do we have now what's the, what's everybody doing tiktok tiktok yeah tiktok yeah 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 so i think that is the gift as far as being a millennial is being able to kind of you have your foot in one door and you're also in this other kind of world in a sense this this technological world yeah there's also curses to that though you know everything has positive and negatives yeah what if you see where i'm going with this what is one of the biggest problems with the internet more specifically social media and millennials and if you don't know i i'll get i didn't say conflate thinking <laughs> a couple things i'm trying to think of <laughs> i want to say something like around the whole like the validation piece and whatnot you no know, posting stuff you know trying to like portray this life that you're not really living yes that's exactly where i was going bro that's exactly where i was going that's one of the hard things being and that's probably any age you know but you know we're talking about millennials um seeing because we i know you and i've been in this book we talked about it and i know other people can relate you just got your paycheck you have to pay all your bills and all your other expenses and you like i don't have any money for anything else and yeah. then you go on facebook or instagram and you see classmates or other people around your age and they are look, they look to be like they're living the life. Yes. Yeah. You was about to add on to it. Go ahead. No, no I was just about to say they're living their best. Uh, yeah. So you see that and you're just like, how? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I went to school with you. I know what you're doing. Like, how are you living like this? You yes. 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 How, like, why can I do this too? Like, and, I don't know if we mentioned this before on a podcast, but people post the best on, yeah. on social media. You're not posting the things that, you know, the hardships, the challenges, um, the painful moments. You don't post that. Yeah. You only post the best because because that's what you want to present to the world. And I can't blame people for that because we shouldn't really be posting like all that stuff anyway, like, especially like the negatives and whatnot. Granted, mm -hmm. I guess depending on what it is, but no, we shouldn't be posting our whole life on social media anyway. Yeah. Some people do, though. Some you, some people use it as a, a personal diary. That's problematic. I, I could see how that could be problematic. Um, yeah. and, I, and I get that. I, I can, I agree with you there. Um, but at the same time, I think it kind of makes us superficial. Yeah. And, and it, it, it creates this fake reality that everything is all... Peaches and cream, yeah, and, and happy when it's not. Because I'm willing to bet either some of the people that you've seen taking uh, nationwide trips or trips to different countries, some of them probably got their car repoed or they're behind on some on, on credit card bills. or And that's not to put anybody down. That's just to make, you know, to look at it realistically. They don't have everything together. But you're only looking at 
this one image that they post of them smiling with crystal blue water behind them. And you're like, man, they're happier than I am. Yeah. But you don't know that. And that's why personally, I don't have big, a big social media presence. I don't post a lot. And I get up there, try to get up there strictly for the funnies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I try not to do the same. I'm up there. And I had to stop myself because you know how you get caught into that trap of scrolling? Yes. Endlessly scrolling and, and uh, 30 minutes will go by, then an hour will go by and then two hours and you just, you haven't really accomplished much, but you've been judging, you've been comparing your life to other people. Yes. That's dangerous right there. Starting that comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Which I speak to many people. Well, they doing all this and they doing all that. And I'm over here struggling, trying to make ends meet. Why can't I have any of that fun stuff? I'm like, you, yeah. you don't know what they're going through. They only posting what they want you to see. Yeah. I said, you, granted, you could do the same thing, make your life seem very lavish. Yeah. In reality, you know what life is really like for you. You don't. Yeah. That's just like uh, you and I could take short clips of our podcasts and or other things that we're doing. We could take pictures with us with our guitars and and all these other different kind of things. Be like, yeah, performed in front of X amount of people today, or we got our podcast going. We living a life like. <laughs> <laughs> creating this this false image of let, you know let me take some money out of my savings real quick and don't let me come <laughs> want that real quick <laughs> yeah and people be doing yeah people love doing that <laughs> <laughs> i gotta make this deposit real quick i gotta go put it right back <laughs> did you see that video of that girl real quick that girl she was sitting in a car and she was she had like her money she was like well i don't know if it was her stimulus check that video came right after the stimulus check came out. okay <laughs> she had the money and a dude came and snatched it and ran why are you in your car flunting your money with the I windows down? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Go inside your house and do that. Maybe you took you, you went to the bank and, the, and withdrew the whole twelve hundred dollars. They gave you an envelope and everything. You decide I'm gonna go sit in my car, record a video real quick, me doing this with my why? window because it's hot. Somebody said, they said, give me that. Why? What was the point of it? I seen one Showing time. Off. I don't know if this person was trying to show off or not, but when I was working at Kmart one time, uh-huh. this lady, she started, she started having like a, a moment because she came in there with her whole rent money, all her rent money okay. at once in her purse okay. or whatever. Uh-huh. Lost it. Her purse? She lost the money. I don't know how. I don't know what the money was in her purse. She was holding it or what, and she put it down yeah. somewhere. She lost the money. She's going around asking people, have you seen like $1,200 in envelope laying around? I'm That's sorry, the worst honey, thing to do. I'm sorry, honey, but whoever whoever found that, they took that, they gone. You just oh, blessed man. somebody else's life, unfortunately. That's crazy. Yeah, like personally, I wouldn't have came inside the store with two hundred, like my rent money, personally. Yeah, I would left it in the car if I was going on the way there. Now left it in the car, I would pay that person, then went to the store. I'm yeah. not walking around with two hundred dollars in my wallet. Yeah. I felt bad for it. Like that's that's rent right there. Now you short on rent for a month. Yeah. All of this kind of speaks to like the mental space of um, millennial people, right? Mm -hmm. Our need to be seen as happy and and masking pain and other challenging emotions and feelings, right? Mm -hmm. My world can be in chaos, but when I take this picture of of me in this restaurant, I'm going to be smiling and pointing to my food or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Which 
I've been seeing a lot, especially lately, um, one of the issues that we have in our country is that a lot of us are suffering from anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I mean, we already kind of talked about so the social media thing. Um, if you could elaborate, Mr. Therapist Man, on that. Get me up here lying. I'm still going to training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, I mean, life is stressful. Life is yeah. not. Life is not really meant to be easy. You got to work hard. Yeah. No matter some people, no matter what they do, things just don't go their way. Yeah. You know, trying to make ends meet and all this, or having like a mental disorder or something like yeah. undiagnosed, you might not know about. That's can also be a contributing factor and whatnot. Because I know it's a lot of people out here who might have MDD or you no know, major depressive disorder or general anxiety disorder, and not really know because they never go to the doctor and never get diagnosed. Yeah, which is no important to do because if you get that, di- if anything, if you get diagnosed, it's not the end of the world. At least now you know I can find the resources I need to help me with this issue. Yeah, but like I said life is life is not easy. And then like I said, when you start comparing yourself and all that, you start putting yourself down and all that. You know, like I should be doing more. I should be doing this, and we forget about you no know, where we came from, how much we achieved so far. You know, we're always looking at the next thing. Like I need that now. I need that now. Well, yeah. Like I said, look at where you came from, like. Focus on, like, like you always say, focus in the now, the here and now. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of number of factors of why people are depressed, anxiety, and all that. But I would just say, like, life is stressful. Life is hard. Yeah. Because it's easy to look at somebody else and be like, they got a nice car. Um, they, they look like they have a good job. You know, you look at their social media presence and everything looks like it's great. And your life is not like that. And you're like, well, why? What's wrong with me? You know, why can't I have my life together like these people or that person? Yeah. And go ahead. I was like, I knew, how you know I best say something just by looking at me? Creep. But um, I know you, boy. <laughs> I mean, one time I was talking to somebody and uh, they were talking about they know all these people, all this nice stuff and whatnot. And mm-hmm. they was talking to some people. They had like nice cars, nice house and all that. I said, I wish my life was more like them. And then they was hanging out with them. Like, damn, these people are, they going through it for real. I don't want my life to be like this. Word. Yeah. And they realize, like, I'm actually happier than they are. That's interesting. Yeah. If that's not a perfect example of what we've just been talking about, (laughs) it really is. Yeah. I can have the money, the cars, and all this and all that, but I still might be stressing out about something. Like, there still might be no big factors in my life that I don't know how to deal with. Yes. Yeah. And And like we said, people post the best version of the story the happiest moments they post those moments yeah one thing i think is interesting um about being a millennial is that uh it's like our generation is a mix of traditionalists Mm -hmm. and a a mix of like this new open-minded group of people right definitely is partially because some millennials are now into their 30s, late 30s. I don't know if it's at 40. I think it might be 38 right now. Um, And some of us are like lower 20s. So you have this large gap of people like, you know, leaving college, entering the workforce, trying to find themselves, get established. And you have on the higher end of it, it's like people that probably are more established, have kids, raise their families, marry, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just... It's interesting to see how some of us are still holding on to old school, old ways of thinking that sometimes are harmful. And some of us are more 
um, open to accepting new ways of thinking, which causes a lot of conflict. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do. <laughs> we see. It. Why you laugh like? That? Why you laugh like that? I'm just thinking from personal experiences. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not putting nobody out there, but I just think from personal experiences. You want to share what you? Uh, like? I want. I want to laugh too. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, I, I think I think that's um that's definitely interesting yeah. <laughs> to to realize that um. I think some of us now are realizing like we've been lied to about a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing that like play out in the world right now. People are like, we weren't taught things about uh, African Americans and black history and culture. Mm-hmm. We weren't taught about racism. We weren't taught about race relations um, or just other things. Like I, a lot of times I have conversations, you know, with you and other friends, we're not taught about taxes in school. <laughs> and it's something sure. we got to do. This is embarrassing, I guess. It's not embarrassing to me. But <laughs> That's a disclaimer. People might, <laughs> might look at me differently, but I don't know how to do my own taxes. So yeah. like say, that's one thing they never really taught us. Yeah, so you just I don't need start working. Okay, my mama did them, my grandma did them, or you go pay somebody to do them or something like that. Yeah. I, granted, they say it's not that hard, but I feel like I'm at the point, I don't want to mess nothing up. Exactly, exactly, right. You <laughs> keep paying somebody else to do it. IRS going to come get that money. That um financial literacy, mm-hmm. just all these different kinds of things. Um, even like basic maintenance care to your car, changing mm-hmm. the oil, changing the tires. Some people don't know how to do that. Luckily, um, though, I was fortunate enough to have like uncles and stuff in my family that knew how to work on cars. Some, yeah. But granted, they wasn't always did it help me when I needed. But still, yeah. for the times that they were, I was thankful for that. Yeah. Not everybody has that opportunity. Yeah. And man, we as a millennials, we didn't been through shoot. We didn't grew up through like a terrorist attack of nine eleven, um, multiple mass shootings, um, all these murders. We grew up with the internet, Y two K, twenty twelve. You survived up, boy. Coronavirus, <laughs> like, and I think the important thing to to know as a millennial, move at your own speed. Um, yeah. Everybody is doing their own thing at their own time. I was gonna say, um, just like I said, don't get, try try your best not to compare your life. It's hard, yeah. but you know, you just gotta remember, they only showing the happy side. Yes, like said, the grass ain't always greener. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think that's a good stopping place we could go for ever about millennials and our experiences. Um, we'll do that when we have more than two listeners. <laughs> so share this podcast with your friends and family if you like us. Um thank you for listening, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um like our pages, uh go on YouTube and subscribe. And um, you know, I will end with my saying and my phrase. Um appreciate every moment. And self-care is the best care. If you can't take care of yourself, how are you gonna take care of others? Exactly. And with that, we're going to sign out, y'all. See you guys next week and take care. Redirect out. He stopped.